What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 142 of Literary Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Sup, dude? I beat the game. I have not. I've played an hour. <laughs> I've played for 25. <laughs> um, so, without going into detail, I had... Uh, my Friday, I had a lot of things that happened very quickly that mm-hmm. needed to get taken care of. Uh, so I was not able to play nearly, nearly what I wanted to. Um, and instead I spent most of my time on showdown instead. Yeah. So... You, you went and took, uh, the VGC route and dove into that. So we have, te- we'll have, we have some kind of like idea teams to talk about here in a little bit. Yeah. After, um, after we so... talk about the game. Uh, I just played the entire game. I have it so, it's all on YouTube, and go watch that if you want to go see what I did. The The unfortunate part about this is we're not getting access to, like, VGC rules until most likely December. Um, so I've just been playing in, like, doubles OU, which has been honestly fine. Um, yeah. It's 6v6 doubles instead of 4, you know, bring 6, pick 4. Uh, which obviously there is a difference in those because you're just like, well, I have access to my entire team as opposed to just four Pokemon, but like, it's still just a, a good thing of just like trying to practice leads and everything of just like, all right, learning the pairings, learning how things work, synergies and all that stuff. Um, so I'm going to be very upfront. There are a lot of the new Pokemon that I just do not know what their names are, but I can be like, oh yeah, the stupid whale thing. Sadonzo. <laughs> uh, I was actually talking about Satitan, but yes. Satitan, <laughs> Sadonzo, they're all in that category. Uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot of them that I just don't know what their you know name is. Um, I can help I, with that. I've seen most of them. I can kind of tell you what they do, um, because you know I've I've spent a non-zero amount of time working on this the last couple days. And there's, yeah. there's still quite a few. I'm just like, I've never seen this Pokemon before. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to figure out still VGC wise. And we got time for that. But um... so we're um, going to be talking about like your playthrough, your your thoughts on the overall game. Um, probably dive into a non-zero amount of these teams that I've shared with you. Yeah. Um, and probably like this week for content we're gonna return to uh lettering just for like you know for now i'm gonna be playing on the like double showdown ladder yeah yeah which we only have to do that for a week or two because we get a ladder in december so a couple weeks at most so and honestly i'm pretty fine with it um i've had a lot of fun playing this so far and you know the the few games i've played but yeah it's been it's been fun yeah, uh, I really enjoyed the game overall. Um, graphical issues aside, I think this game is great. Um, it it did a very good job of having that open world feeling and not really overwhelming the player a lot of the times, which was really, really good. Um, I only had two big issues, like graphics-wise. I got stuck in an Infinite Fall animation twice. Well, that's unfortunate. It was in the same exact spot. I was trying to get an item, and I managed to somehow hit this one spot where it goes from the one cliff face to the rock side. And there, I guess there's not um, an object layer there. And so when you hit that, it thinks you're falling. And so oh, you, no. go in, you go into falling animation, but you're not really falling. You're just like standing there kind of hovering. Because there's objects around you that are holding you up. 
Uh-huh. But there's no but that one spot where I touched, there's no there's no ground. So it oh, no. thinks you're just infinitely falling, but you can't move while you're falling. So you just fall forever. And then eventually the game's like, oh, you you just fell for infinite ways. Well, we're gonna you're gonna fall infinitely. We're gonna put you right back where you were. I which, mean, which is which is the mechanic for when you fall down and you want to go back up, you hit the Y button and it teleports you back up to where you were. And that that's oh. really the same mechanic. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, and that's really the only big issue I've had. There were some spots where it tried to lag a little bit, uh, outside of, like, there were some cutscenes that really wanted to lag. Uh, when I did the last of the Titans quest, the last Titan fight, it lagged really, really hard there for a little bit because there's just so many Pokemon in the background of that fight because you're in the lake. In my case, I was in the lake, and so there's Pokemon everywhere, and it just slowed the game down to almost a crawl. And then it started raining, and it made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rain went away, and it got better. I was like, okay, this is fine. Um, but overall, the game experience is great. Um, the story is fantastic compared to most Pokemon games. This story is much deeper, much more improved. Um, you could actually say you played Pokemon for the story, I think, for this game. That was a big, a big selling point for me. Uh, there's a lot of very, like, good emotional scenes. They did a very good job of kind of just, like, getting you sucked into the game, even though it is kind of just open world, do your own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I managed to do all the Titans and complete about half the Pokedex in about... 11 to 12 hours um and then this is like hours i'm going on hour like 12 or 13 sitting in front of the computer today because i streamed from 8 a.m on sunday this is, this is sunday we're recording i streamed from mm -hmm. 8 a.m to about 6 30 p.m you know just a little bit just a casual 10 and a half I... hour stream to finish the game so the other part of this is i work every weekend right yeah. So, uh, my Saturday, um, I used to have help on Saturdays, and the old man who was helping me retired. Uh, -oh. uh So, I've been doing what used to take us, you know, 10 hours. He would, he would help me at my first store where I have a huge truck every day. Um, and so, we went from having two of us work it to just me, so my 10-hour day is now about... 13 or 14 yeah um uh, so my my day yesterday was wake up at four be out of the door by five uh walk in at eight o'clock last night goodness <laughs> go to bed <laughs> <laughs> um, um so yeah i i did not play any yesterday and then i've been home for a few an hours. hour uh, about, an, about an hour and a half maybe um, but yeah, it's been, <sighs> um, I will say, um, not have being able to kind of pick and choose your own adventure was nice. Uh, make badge number count from any badge number count towards item progression, please, please. I beg you. 
I did the entire Titans quest with base items. I didn't have access to super potions, max potions, none of that stuff. I'm catching everything with Pokeballs or the random stuff I find on the ground. That sounds awful. It was harder than you could ever imagine. Not to mention uh, the gym badges, the way they work, the way they level, they gatekeep you from catching level 50s and just running through the game. They make level 50 Pokemon much harder to catch. You have to get the gym badges in order to catch higher level Pokemon more successfully. You can still catch those higher level Pokemon, but it's going to cost you more in time, energy, and money than it would with the badges. And on top of that, um, they don't obey you, right? Uh, so they will depend. It, it determines what level you caught them at. Will determine how they obey you. Okay, that's because, new, right? Because yeah. Because okay. my Gumi that I had evolved into Sligu was thirty, almost level thirty, and was listening to me no problem. But my Satoddle I caught at thirty six wouldn't listen to me until I got the subsequent badges. Interesting. So it deter it matters what level you catch them at. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's the mechanic. That's the way I experienced the mechanic. Anyway, it might be different. But that's how I experienced that mechanic was my Gumi and my starter and everybody listened to me all the way up. But the minute I go and start catching higher level stuff, they stop listening to me. Okay. I mean, that seems balanced. Yeah. It's like, like, as, like, as opposed to, mm, let's go catch us a level 50 immediately. So I wonder, I, have you watched any of the speedruns yet? No, I don't know if anyone's actually have, has a route 100% planned out yet. Um, I know Etiquette has been running it the last couple days. Like, I don't I know, know how been... far he is on a route or anything, but yeah. I know he has been. I know they've been like routing it currently, but the route, I will guarantee you, this game is going to be one of the longest Pokemon games to finish. Any percent. Because to get to the credits, you have to do all three storylines. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. There's no run to... There will be categories for End of Titan, end of star, end of uh, um, champions, uh, victory road. Those those will be their own separate categories. But any percent, which is to get to the end of the game, to get to the credits, is going to be probably five to six hours. Um, it looks like Etiquette is currently in uh, the E4, and he is at just under five hours on this run. Yeah. There's still, at minimum, another hour to go. What do you mean? There are four lines in the game, not three. When you finish the three, you get a fourth. And you have to finish the fourth to end the game, to get the credits to roll. That will be the end of the main story. Yeah, His, his split here is titled Victory Road and then The Way Home. Yep. And I don't know what that means. The way home is the last quest. The way home <laughs> is area zero. He also has a level 82 Lucario, and I'm very concerned. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you get enough experience? That makes sense. Sure. 
I'll take your like, word for you it. You get enough I, experience I... where that makes sense. Huh. You'd have I'd have to see how he how he runs it, like where he gets it at and what's he start with. But you get enough experience, solo experience in the game if you do everything right, that you can have a level 70, 80 Pokemon by the time everything's <laughs> all done. Uh, There's an elite form member whose name is Larry. Yeah. Fun <laughs> fact. Spoilers for, the, spoilers for the story, Larry's also a gym leader. Larry is both a gym leader and an elite form member in the game. When I saw Larry, I was just ecstatic because I was like, oh my god, Larry's back. <laughs> I love Larry. Larry is the most average, normal business guy you could ever see. I would die for Larry. You'll love his gym. The challenge is awesome. Um, the, the game, like, I, like I said, the story for the game, it's probably going to be... I think an optimized run when they figure out how to do it would probably be five ish hours, five and a half. Um, it's really hard to, to it's, it's not like normal Pokemon speedruns where you would take your starter and just go and then swap before the end to do whatever. Uh, you probably want to swap fairly early. I feel like, Oh, there's no set mode on this game. Is there not that I found. That's annoying. Yeah. Huh. Why would they take that away? I don't know. Like, dude, that has been a critical part of the the game since Gen 1. Yeah. So I don't I just don't know why they would take that away. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. The game itself is still really good. I think, like, graphical errors aside, I've seen the people on Twitter complaining about how they clip and do all this stuff and the game lags. And It's an open-world game with a million sprites spawning in it all the time. The, they could have either had us give us give, given us this game or we would have had a bunch of sub-areas in an open-world game with a bunch of loading screens. Right? Like, those are the options. I think I would rather have the one we have rather than having to load a new area every couple minutes. I mean, that was, that was like, my big complaint about, like, black and white specifically. It's just like, all right, well, um, you need to walk through this gate, and uh, now you need to walk through this other side of the gate, and now you're in a town. Oh, and if you go in any building, there's another load screen. Oh, yeah. look at that. You're back out in the gate. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, there's... Uh, I think I counted three total main load screens in the game. Um, inside Mesagoza, which is the big school town. It's the central yes, town. Yes, I've made it I've made it that far. There's, there's the load screen to go into there. There's the load screen to go into the school. Because the school is its own separate room. Um, and then there's one other cutscene, like one other loading scene. You have to wait for the elevator in one of the towns to come down to pick you up. That is the only other time I think the game screen goes to black that it's not loading a, an actual cutscene, like a full huh. cinemagraphic cutscene. That's kind of funny. 
Um, they did a fantastic job, I think, with what tools they had. They, The wild area is nothing compared to the size of this game. Like, I could run around the wild area an infinite number of times in the time it took me to probably play the first part of Scarlet and Violet, just catching the Pokemon I saw, exploring for the items. That south area, Providence 1, you just get access to is is already bigger than most of the wild area yeah yeah full agree like it was it's massive i just can't stop praising this game i know people are gonna hate on this game forever because of the way it got started but this game is i think this game is one of the best pokemon games they've made like story-wise mechanic-wise i'm excited for the vgc part of it um there's a lot of new Pokemon and a lot of new abilities and a lot of new just like mechanics and things like that, which we'll talk about those probably here in a couple minutes. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get into it here here shortly for sure. Um, like, there is so much to enjoy about this game, and I tried to cram it all in the three day weekend, and I wish I had more time because. The, the further along I got, once I got through the Titan's quest, I'm like, well, I need to speed run these other two quest lines in order to com complete the game before I go back to work on Monday. And I, yeah. have, I have Sunday to do it. If I don't get it done now, I'm not going to get it done this week because I'm working every day except, uh, probably, except for probably Thanksgiving. And so I, I kind of just speed run through the game. I missed a lot of new Pokemon. I saw them, but I like I didn't go and catch them like I had been doing. Um, thankfully, I had completely explored the map. So going and flying to these towns saved me a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. I could just fly to whatever town I needed to go to, go do the gym, do the challenge, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, which now that I'm in the post game, I get to run the gauntlet again. So that'll be fun. We'll figure that out later. Probably mm -hmm. not going to stream that part because it's literally just running the gauntlet again. Um, I also got to go do the shrine quests, whatever that is. I found, <laughs> let me tell you, I found, I know what it all is now. I figured it out between looking at stuff you sent me and putting two and two together. Uh, I figured out, I found the shrine in the South Providence immediately. First thing I found, one of the first things I saw was this big purple door. I walked over to it. I don't know what this thing is. I found two purple stakes in the ground. I'm like, I don't know what these are. I'm going to touch them. They disappear. It's like, okay, cool. I don't know what's going on. They must be connected somehow. I don't somehow. know what I just did. Um, I did a thing. And then... Going to class explains what the shrines are. It explains what to do to, like, unlock the doors. And that was my, that's probably my biggest complaint, is the classes take forever. <laughs> do not skip your classes. I'm looking right at the camera, at everybody that's playing the game. Do not put all your classes at the end. You will be sad. I usually you, am. You will spend probably an hour going through 
all your classes. I'll tell you this now. There are there's uh six classes and two tests. That's eight times seven for each class. What? You what? have you have to sit through fifty six interactive cutscenes. That sounds awful. If you save them all till the end, it's much worse. I mean, it still sounds pretty awful. Um, you get you get rewards for doing the tests. So it's three classes midterm, three classes final. And you get rewards for passing the finals and the midterm. Um, which the all the cutscenes are. 30 seconds to a minute and a half long, depending on how fast you press the A button and how fast you answer the question they ask. Mm -hmm. And the tests are pretty much covering everything you sit through the cutscenes for, so they're not hard. But, um... And eventually, once speedrunners figure out, like, are they a locked pool of questions, it's gonna be doop, 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 plug and play. It'll be easy peasy. Yeah, I'm um, sure. I'm sure it'll be very simple at that it's point. It's just I sat through I sat there I think for 30 minutes because I had put off a bunch of classes. What I, did we learn? I was like don't do it. That's why I'm warning people, make sure you go to class. When it says new classes available, go. Go do it. Don't don't go and do a whole storyline. And then come back. A lot of the classes, I think, are tied specifically to the gym challenge. Okay. So, the gym challenge progression means you unlock more classes. Okay. So, if you're doing the gym challenge, the Victory Road storyline first, and you're doing your classes, it won't be that big a deal, probably, because it'll still be early on in the game for you. Um, if you're kind of just spreading out and taking the sections of the map quadrant by quadrant by quadrant, um, it might feel like forever when you get a bunch of classes and it's like, oh, well, now I have to go do this stuff. Uh, but that's like my one complaint about the game is just like going to class is boring for the most <laughs> part. You learn stuff like... For those that may not, this may be their first Pokemon game, there's actual, like, mechanics they talk about in the game and explain it really well. Um, they talk about critical hit chance. They talk about shiny luck. They talk about uh, mechanics in the game. They talk about auto battles and things like that. Like, the classes are useful to new players or people who are just not paying attention to the mechanics of the game. Um... Like, I learned, I haven't seen anything past a two-star terror raid adventure. I learned that there's a shield that pops up in three, four, five, six, and seven-star raids. But because I had never seen it, I didn't know what it was. Until I went to class and learned about it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're speaking essentially Spanish to me, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you're, you're nowhere even close. There's a languages no. class, you can go take that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay be ready to speak pokemon i'll tell you that for free uh but yeah i think this game far exceeds like open world game expectations 
there's a lot of things that could have went wrong with this game when it launched and having a few graphical errors and a, 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 an occasional crash is not a big deal. But Carl, there's a memory leak. This game is terrible. It'll get fixed in a couple patches. But, but Carl, it'll get fixed in a couple patches. People over complicate. They they expect the perfection right out the gate. And, and why, damn it, why isn't it perfect? Exactly. Like all games always have issues, whether you notice them or not, will determine the severity of the issue. Breath of the Wild had a lag problem on launch. You could get the game to lag by spawning chickens. You could yeah, get the game to right. you could get the game to eventually crash because you cut enough trees down and had so much wood lying around the game just froze and broke. <laughs> like these game open world games are the most notorious for like weird bugs and issues because there's so much to try and focus on to get the game running that something always slips through the cracks a memory mm -hmm. leak's no big deal it'll get fixed it literally is just like a couple lines here a couple lines there oh now the sprites completely delete themselves instead of being saved on the backside to respawn and use later that's all it is Oh man, people like to overreact. Who yep. knew? Yep, that's people like knee jerk reactions. That's how it works. Who knew? So, what have you been up to? I uh, so I've been playing. Yeah, I've been playing a ton of Showdown. Um, so I've sent you. It looks like four different teams here. Um, yeah, three are full teams. Uh, two of which I think are good. And then the fourth one is just, like, a proof of concept that I really want to, like, work on. Uh -huh. And I need to finish, like, ironing out. Yeah. Um, so the, the first team I sent you was the first team I built, which is based on Palmot's new signature attack, which is, like, Revival Herb. Double Shot? No. No. Uh, revival Blessing. Which, like, the idea is, like, you get to revive, you know, one of your, your Pokemon once a game, and it seems really powerful, only for it to not be working on Showdown. <laughs> so, like, well, this thing still seems really good with, like, base 115 attack, base 115 speed. Yeah. Um, you have access to Fake Out Nuzzle, and now you have, uh, like, additional stab in, like, close combat. So it's, like, Raichu, but, like, probably maybe better, because you also have access to Volt Absorb. So, yeah. I don't know. It seems it seems good. Um, so then, like, I'm like, well, obviously I can't play uh, Revival Blessing like I want. So instead I'll just play, like, Double Shock, which is just, like, uh, Burn Up. Is that right? Is it Burn Up? What are you trying? I don't know what Double Shock does. You'll have to explain what Double Shock uh, does. Double Shock is base 120 electric attack that you then lose your electric typing. Yeah, that's Burn Up. Yep. Okay. Could not remember what the move was called. Um, but yeah, it's it's really powerful. It's just like, you know, extra big damage. Why not? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's been like fine. It was really cool. Um, and so then like the next part was like, Ooh, I, I really want to play with uh, Defiant Annihilate because this seems really powerful too. And with Choice Scarf, you're able to outspeed a ton of different things. So as a result, this seems really powerful. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I'm like, ooh, then we can put this next to, like, one of the uh, legendaries that, like, have the ability to lower a stat, so then it'll trigger Defiant, but only to come to find out that that's not how that works. Nope. Um, Which, fun one, fact, would... you, could, you couldn't trigger your own Defiant anyway, so. I Yeah, I realized that after playing it, I'm like, oh, that seems really bad. Um, but, like, Annihilate still has access to Defiant, um, and, like, with the Scarf, you're able to outspeed a ton of different things. Slow Sweep, so you have, like, a form of speed control, and then just, like, three other really good attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it has access to a way of, uh, like, pivoting. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think it has a way of pivoting. Um, Uh, I don't remember if Primate had access to U-Turn or not before... It ha- Primate has access to U-turn according to the game. Sure, perfect. So that's your way of pivoting. Okay, so yeah, you could you could probably play Earthquake over uh, probably like Low Sweep if you. I mean, uh, you could play uh, U-turn over like Low Sweep. Yeah. But I like the idea of having this uh, just additional way of dealing extra damage. So I don't know. I could I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Um. So then it was like, ooh. Uh, now we can play, like, uh, I really wanted to play with Brute Bonnet because I think this thing seems really cool. So I'm like, what's the best way of doing that? So, like, probably want a Trick Room mode because originally I was playing one of the, uh, one of the legendaries that has, like, it lowers your special attack, I think, and it's really slow. So I'm like, ooh, this will work out perfect because then I'll just, uh, you know, not really care about this and, like, I'll, I'll lose my special attack, which doesn't really matter, but I think that one is also, like, absurdly slow. Uh, so, like, having access to Trick Room was really cool. Uh, so, like, that's where the Bronzong, Brute, Bonnet, uh, Torkoal mode came in. And then from there, it's just like, all right, so... um. This doesn't work like I want it to. Let's cut that and play Golden Go, uh, which has been very, very good. Um, this mm-hmm. thing has really impressed me. The The ability Gold is Gold, making it where you are immune to status moves, is really powerful. Um, which, like, I feel like I don't need to really explain why that's really powerful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. We, we Just take our word for it. It's good. Um... And so, like, having, giving it access to, like, good, um, like, good special defense things, assault vest is, like, fine. And, like, you, you're fairly fast, um, with, I don't remember our base speed. Um, give me two seconds, I can tell you our base speed. Hmm. Base 84, so, like, not terrible. Special attack of 133 is really good. Um, and then, like, your bulk is 87, 95, 91. So with an Assault Vest, you're actually pretty bulky. Yeah. Currently looking at other Pokemon, just kind of just, like, getting an idea of things. Arbolivia seems cool. One more time, I'm sorry. Arbolivia. Uh, is that the... It's the final form of Smolive, I think. Has the ability Seed Sower. Yes. Which is really cool because anytime you take damage, you set up grassy terrain. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Uh, 
Um, so this is this is where I started. This team felt fine for a minute. Um, what it really showed me is that like Torkoal, uh, Torkoal is very powerful in this format, especially being able to be a protosynthesis like like being able to abuse protosynthesis next to Torkoal is very powerful. Yeah. Um, which we will get back to shortly. Yeah. I think I think Torkoal is very very powerful, especially if people are trying to play like. Um, like Pelipper and doing like rain things with it, which I've seen quite a bit of, uh, which we'll also kind of get to. Like I- I've seen uh, Palafan plus Torkoal. It's just like, all right, cool. We're going to flip turn and do a billion percent and then come back out and do a billion percent later too. Yeah. Um. So like that's, that's something I've seen a lot of. And there's like the, there's a lot of hail going around as well, which I guess isn't hail anymore. It's snowstorm. Snowscape, yeah. Yeah. Um, So like people are running around playing Obama snow and it's just like, uh, yeah, let's take away your weather so you can't set up Aurora Veil. And I I honestly think like Obama snow has been a Pokemon that's been kind of okay. Being able to remove your four times weakness is really powerful. Being able to boost your defense is also very good. Yeah, that's... And this is all before you factor in, like, any of the, like, Slush Rush abusers. Um, like, Snowscape was a very good buff for, uh, like, the Ice type as a whole. Yeah, they it did a something very good I think job it really needed. Agreed. Um, so, like, that's that's where I started. It felt fine. I played quite a few games with it, and then... Um, I saw, uh, it might've been Pokeaim was talking about, it was either Pokeaim or Blunder was talking about how Skeledurge seems really cool. And I'm like, yeah, that, that does seem really cool. Yeah. So that's, that's where like the next team started was, I want to play with my Fue Coco. <laughs> I want to play with my starter. <laughs> like, Understandable. Because... All three of the all three of the um, starters are very relevant when it comes to like competitive play in this generation as well. Yeah. All three have very very good abilities. Um, Quaxifical, Quaxcaval, Yes, he has access to Moxie. Being water fighting type is very good. Um, Base one twenty attack stat, and has access to bulk up, which is uh, like not the worst thing. Um, 85, 80, 75 on your bulk is, like, not great. You're not um, meant to but, be bulky, though. You're you're an attacker, 100%. Yeah, you... I believe you you can play this in, next to, like, um, kill a Watchroll and have access to Tailwind, and then you're just, like, absurdly powerful. Yeah. Because, like, then your, your base 85 speed looks very useful. Oh, that's um, the other thing I wanted to remember from the game. It was, like, I saw Tailwind was a TM, and I got very, very excited. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of uh really really powerful tailwind setters. I've seen uh like Salamence has access to it and therefore uh Roaring Moon has access to it. Uh Alteria um, gets access to it now. That's like an anti like weather thing you can do. Uh Dunsparce gets it for some reason. Uh Braviary, Corviknight, Dragonite, which I did not know. Uh Flamigo Honchkrow, which like we already knew about. Hydreigon gets it. Yeah, Hydreigon and Iron Jugulus gets it, which are both really, really sick. Volcarona gets Tailwind? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, don't tell me that. We're going to be goofing around with that later. So yeah, there's there's a lot of very useful uh, flying types that get access to it. 
Uh, and then, you know, for like monotype draft leagues, if that's something that's running around, uh, there's quite a few other types that also get access to it. Like ignoring secondary typing of part flying. So, you know, the, the fact that like, like even Scizor, water has it, that's cool. Yeah, because of Luminion. Um, but like Ice has access to it from multiple different Pokemon. Um, is, does Iron Brundle not have access to it? Iron Bundle? I don't think so. It does not. Which is weird, because that's, like, one of the, the few, like, move differences I've seen between, uh... uh both Iron, Iron Bundle and Iron Moth don't get it. Okay. Does the other Volcarona form get it? Volcarona Normal does. I don't know about Volcarona's Protosynthesis. What's I don't even remember what it's called. What's the scary Volcarona called? Because it, it looks like it reminds me more of Mothra. <laughs> uh, Slitherwing. Yeah, that thing. It does not. I don't think uh, it the does. only Protosynthesis. Uh, uh, the only Protosynthesis Pokemon that gets it is Roaring Moon. And then Iron Jugulus is the only Iron Pokemon that gets it. Interesting. So, um. Wanting oh and then um you know talking about the other starters you have uh Quavacol uh Quav Qua Quacaval there you go uh and then you have Meowscarada Meowscarada yeah like mouse like masquerade yes Meowscarada um gets access to uh protein which is very good as well. Um, it has been nerfed to where it only triggers on the first attack you use every time you come out, um, which is still fine because you have access to um, U-turn on this thing. And it's also one of the few Pokemon that gets access to knockoff, which is going to be very relevant uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, the fact that you can just like choice scarf up with this thing and be able to outpace basically everything uh, except for like Scarf Dragapult and Electrode, you know, being being base one twenty three, you're able to outspeed quite a few things. Um, and then you also have access to its signature move, a Flower Trick, which always crits and never misses. So, <laughs> um, it's like Wicked Blow, except it can't miss as well. Yeah, and it doesn't go through Protect, but that's more of an Urshifu problem, not a. Not a wicked problem. Um, but this thing's also very, very good. I played with it quite a bit. And so that led me to wanting to play with the Dirge. Uh, the Dirge. And this thing is this thing is sick. Uh, the real reason I wanted to play with it is because its signature attack of Torch Song is insane. Yeah, as someone who got ba- to see that a lot in their playthrough, it's it nuts. It's a base 80, uh, base 80 power fire special move that 100% of the time raises your special attack. You know how Fiery Dance was a decent move, like on Volcarona? Yeah. Yeah, let's just make it 100% and that's and it's actually decent. <laughs> and now, mind you, this is on a base attack of a uh, base special attack of 110. So well, you have better. Yeah, it's it's very very useful. Um the and like your bulk is good you have 104 175 the downside is your speed is 66 so like you need some kind of speed control to really make this beneficial yeah um so that led to like wanting to build around that a little bit 
And it was really just more of like, this thing's a very good fire type. Let's let's build our, our you know, firewater grass core. Uh, so we have Skeledurge, we have Amoongus, which is like, you know, pretty pretty typical. Uh, and then I wanted to play with uh, Palafin, which I think is absolutely insanely busted in like every sense of the word. I think this thing is insane. Explain um, how Palafin works, because I haven't seen it in game yet. Okay, so Palafin has the ability Zero to Hero, which says whenever it switches out, the next time it would come out, it changes forms. So okay. um, it goes from base uh, 457 uh, BST to 650. So it kind of pulls a wishy-washy kind of thing. Y- yes. Um, you go from base 70 attack to a base attack of 160. And cool. then... Uh, your special attack doubles from 53 to 106, and you get more defense, more special defense. Cool. Um, just so don't, this just thing don't get is forced out. Yeah, this thing's very, very good, and like it's really easy to set up because it gets access to flip turn. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, cool. Uh, so on base 100 speed with scarf, I'm able to outspeed basically everything. And still be able to be adamant to be able to punch everything as hard as I want. Um, so I I had uh, Specky Titan and I were working on this quite a bit. They are absolutely in love with this Pokemon, and like I understand why. Um, I had been working on this before uh, we started working on it together, and that's when we really started working on like uh, like speed calcs and everything else. And you're able to, because you're base 100, you're able to outspeed Dragapult with Scarf and still be able to just, like, fully invest into attack and be able to punch things even harder. Mm -hmm. Um, And with, like, Dragapult being the fastest relevant threat, it seems like a very good place to be. Yeah. Um, You also have access to uh, Wave Crash, which is Water-type Double Edge, which is just very good. Uh, you get access to Drain Punch, so, like, you know, you're able to just recover HP. Yeah, you're able to sustain. And then you have access to Ice Punch as well, which really helps you just really threaten all the dragon types. Um, so, being able to, like, Terra type into water and then just wave crash people is just absurd. Or just, like, turn one, go for Fake Out into one of their Pokemon... Uh, Terra Water and to flip turn their other one, potentially pick up a KO because it's still coming off of, you know, a base 70 attack, so it's, like, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, have this in the back for future game plan is is awesome. Palafan is absolutely insane. I'm very excited for you to play with this thing so you can see how good it is. Yeah, I'm excited to play with it. Um, so then, that was the Firewater Grass Core, so I'm like, alright, I need a Fantasy Core, um, I've played against, like, this uh, multi-scale Dragon Dance lefties Dragonite a couple different times that Terra's into normal for, like, extra power E-speeds. I'm like, that seems really cool. I want to try that. Yeah. And so I um, I played with it, and this is, like I said, the second team I've built. The third iteration of teams I've built uh, swapped this for Inner Focus plus Choice Band. Uh, so then you're just able to just like They're punch immune to everything. Intimidate, don't care. Gonna yeah, punch you. yeah. You're you're immune to intimidate, and then like you're you're because you now have access to choice band. You don't need dragon dance because you're doing the same amount of damage. Yeah. 
um, is the the idea behind it. And it just it just punches people. It's very very good. Neat. So that's the dragon type. Uh, so now we need a fairy and a steel type. Uh, how convenient. Grimmsnarl is a fairy type that's very very good. Um, this yeah. is just like. <laughs> so, this is just like I took the the Grimmsnarl that uh, Angelo played with is just like double speed control. And then we slapped on parting shot because it gets access to that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just like, all right, trick one threat, thunder wave, another threat, parting shot Pounce. out your third threat. <laughs> it's time to get out. <laughs> it's, it's very, very good. Um, it has been a ton of fun. Um, I would like to go on record and apologize to everyone I've ever harmed because I've, you know, because of my hatred towards Grimmsnarl. He I am repenting. <laughs> Have you heard? He loves it now. I got him converted, finally. I, I'm repenting all my previous sins. I am now a Grimmsnarl stan. Good. It's how it should have been back in Sword and Shield. Um... So that's my fairies type, and so I'm like, oh, you know, there's there's probably some really cool steel types in this generation, uh, which led me to finding Tinkaton. Yeah, Tinkaton's um, cool. It's really cool. It's it's another fairy type. So like, you know, leaning a little heavy into you know, I guess not really. Um, you know, double fairy is kind of fine here. Yeah. Not not a ton of overlapping weaknesses in all actuality. Um, but yeah, it. Like, again, it's just very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have access to Mold Breaker. Um, base 75 attack is fine. Uh, base 94 speed's really good. Your bulk of 85, 77, 105 is awesome. So I'm like, hey, let's slap an assault vest on this thing and make people miserable. <laughs> uh, also, we get access to Fake Out. Hooray! Hooray! Yeah, Fake Out's really good. Did you know that? And then. It has a signature attack called Gigaton Hammer, which is a base 160 steel type move. Uh, I know with all the about downside, this one. The downside being it can't use it the next turn. <laughs> yeah, I, just, oh, I know all about this Oh, one. no. Instead, I had to punch you with something else, which this thing also gets access to uh, knockoff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to Gigaton Hammer you, then I'm going to take your item, and then I'm going to hit you with the hammer again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really fun. Um... You're you're pretty physically frail if you are running this assault vest set, which I also don't know if you need like all of this speed. I am I am jolly max attack max speed, um, and I'm you know again I'm just throwing things on and seeing what what sticks at this point, hoping that uh you know we will we will get more optimized as we play. Yeah, but like, that's that's not where I'm at right now. I'm I'm currently at the stage of I want to play with the new things to see what's good, and therefore I need to figure out what I want to work on. Um, so it's just a lot of like playing with new things, playing with all the shiny new toys, and figuring out what I like. Yeah, which leads me to oh, my good. current favorite yeah. thing I'm doing, and it's absolutely bananas. And I'm so glad that this thing exists because it's stupid. Um, so. <laughs> This is this is the uh, the the Donzo Tatsugiri uh, combo, yes. isn't it? Yes, it is insane. The number of people that I've just like led these two, and then just six would them is absurd. So I can see it. For for those who are unaware of what's going on here, uh, the Donzo is a absurdly bulky water type. Uh, let me. 
Don it's like Donzo. Base 150 um, HP or something like that? It's 150, 100, 115, 65, 65, 35. Okay? So, like, really good stats. Yeah. You're absurdly physically bulky. Your HP pool, HP pool is absurd. You have access to three good abilities and unaware, oblivious water veil. Then you have access to uh, Tatsugiri, which is a water dragon type with, uh, let's see, 68, 50, 60, 120, 95, 82. Yeah. So, again, pretty good. Also has access to Storm Drain. That's not what we're playing it. No. It has this ability called Commander, which is insane. So, if you have uh, Dondonzo... And Tatsugiri out on the field at the same time. Tatsugiri goes into Dodonzo, I guess. Uh, so I, I, I haven't seen this in eats game. Tatsugiri. Eats. Yeah, I haven't seen how this works in game, but on Showdown, um, it just sits there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what happens is Tatsugiri is now immune to all attacks. It can't. It it can take damage from like status conditions and like leech seed if it has those affected to it before it's like yeah before it gets eaten um and the upside to this is dundonzo gets plus two in all of its stats (laughs) (laughs) so what i'm hearing is is you get to essentially voltron Dondonzo. <laughs> cool. Good story. So, here's the best part. Uh, well, uh, the, there's also the other, uh, like, downside of you can't swap out when you do this. Uh, Dondonzo is either going to win you the game or die. There's no in-between. You I mean, cannot do anything else. It is I mean, a 1v2... Fine. It is a 1v2 where you're at plus 2 on all of your stats. You have unaware, so you can't take, like, they can't set up on you to try to sweep. Yeah. And you can set up on them more because you have an attack called Order Up, which boosts, in a, it boosts one of your stats based on Tatsugiri's type. Uh, based on its form. It's so. Uh, it's, I, I can talk about Tatsugiri here. They're all different colors. So there's an orange one, a pink one, and a yellow one. Uh, so the orange one boosts your attack, the pink one boosts your defense, and the yellow one boosts your speed. Um, Neat. I've I've been playing with orange. the orange one because like boosting your attack is just obviously very good because then you are able to just like you take every hit that your opponent is dishing out at you anyway. Harder with attack rather than speed. Uh, but like speed is the other one I'm really interested in because like. The downside to uh, Dodonzo is your base 35 speed, which even at plus two is not a lot. You're going to get outsped by a lot of things. But that's kind of fine because you just shrug off every hit. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm playing lefties on mine. So it's just like, oh, no, you did 7% to me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> be, darn. Would be a real shame if something happened to you. Um. So then I'm I've been playing this as Terra Dragon because like order up boosts. Not only is it order up boost, but like 
you're now resistant to everything that water is weak to. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's... This combination is just so absurd, and I'm very excited to play this for laddering this week, just like... Like, I'm sure you're going to have some stupid, awesome thumbnail for it, and I'm going to yeah. be so excited. I, I'm going to go dig up to Donzo's uh, Titan fight. I'm going to go dig that up. Because it's it's a good one. If you haven't, when you get, you'll, you'll be very pleasantly surprised when you get to the, uh, the, the false dragon Titan challenge. So, um, talking to Spec about this, I'm like, man, I just cannot figure out how to beat this. And I've, I've always said, especially when, like, we were playing Magic and everything, the best way to learn how to beat something is to play it and realize what's, what you're losing to, right? Yeah. So that's that's why I went down this Magic rabbit hole. And something they suggested was uh, Flower Trick Meowscarada, right? Because yeah. you, you always crit, so you get to ignore their boosts. Um, I sent them a screenshot of... And opposing Meowskarada hitting me with Flower Trick and doing 12%. Goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. <coughs> so it's not the uh, the end-all be-all that we thought it was going to be, huh? Well, it's specifically because I tear a dragon. Yeah. So, like, I'm, it's a resisted hit at that point. Yeah, there's... And on top of that, like, it's still a base 110, like, defense. Yeah, you're still really good defense really good hp like it has to be something special hitting you on the special side to deal significant damage to you and it also has to ignore the fact that you're plus two in all your stats so like things that i've had uh trouble with are like uh flutter main because it has a base 115 special attack mm -hmm. uh and obviously it's always going to outspeed you as well yeah um it's so like it just clicking d gleams just like Ow, please stop. Um, Quit. <laughs> um, let's see. There's also Sandy Shocks, which has a base 121. But, like, if they don't one-shot you, you're going to one-shot them because you have access to, you know, uh, Earthquake or Waterfall. Or, or things to hit it with super effective damage. Or... Yeah, exactly. So, like, as long as they're not terra-typing into something that, like, resists those hits... Yeah. Uh, you're probably easily easily able to pick up KOs there. Um, but yeah, this this thing's absolutely absurd. And like the rest of the team's just kind of whatever. Uh, we have more Golden Go. We have more Draconite. We have more Grimstar. We have Miascarada here. So it's just like, hey, take all the good parts of every other team and slap them onto this one with this absurd combo. <laughs> yeah. Seems really good. It's It's been fun. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to like continue to work on this and to optimize it because I legitimately think that like not enough people are going to be prepared for this in like the early days. And this is just going to lead to like very, or like very easy laddering. Yeah. You're just um, going to, here's my combo. What can you do to beat my combo? <laughs> like, do you have haze? Because haze isn't even always good enough because I just have order up to boost my attack more. Yeah. You just, you just redo it. Um, granted, I'm losing my, like, defense boost, but, oh well. Um, yeah. I, I do, I do want to try this on, like, a Trick Room shell as well, which actually leads me to the next team. Um, 
Because conveniently, I'm missing two teams, like two members of a team here. And I think they could actually work. <laughs> I'm about to say, that's probably a pretty good, just like, let's just slot this in here and see how this goes. Yeah, I mean, like, legitimately, it just, I don't know if it's one of those things they just, like, slap it on everything. It, like, it's obviously not instant. It, it takes up two team slots, but, like, Tatsugiri on its own is also not a terrible Pokemon. Yeah. Um, like, you have access to Icy Wind, you have access to Chilling Water, which is a uh, base 50 special water move that lowers their attack. Um, so, like, that's really good. Icy Wind is obviously very good. And you still have just, like, Dragon Pulse's stab, too. So, like, it's not terrible on its own. Yeah. Um, so this last team, I... This one I have not played any games with because it is still just, like, in concept mode. Um, but Sloking has a new, like, signature attack called Chili Reception. Uh, which sets, uh, Snowstorm. Yep. Right? Is that what it's called? It's called Snowscape, but yeah. Close enough. It sets fake hail. <laughs> uh, it sets and it's And it teleports you out. Yep. So this is something that uh, Joey and Blunder did this week in singles. It's like, alright, uh, so Titan's really good. This thing has access to Belly Drum. Let's do that. I'm not doing that because no. I, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, try to succeed here. Yeah, you want to actually do something. And Belly Drum is uh, not it. So, like, Sloking seems really, really interesting. You have access to Chili Reception. Uh, you have access to Trick Room. So, like, there's two very good things there that are, like, critical to team building, right? Mm -hmm. You have a form of speed control in multiple forms. Like, Chili Reception is going to boost your Titan while also bringing it in safely because... It's not negative priority like Trick Room is or like Teleport is, but you're also so slow because you're a slow king. Yeah, so you're like, likely going to move last unless someone is using less priority than you. So, yeah, it works out fine. Um, so, so Titan has access to Slush Rush and a, a base attack of 113, so you're able to just really dish out a ton of damage. Yep. And with the defense boost that you're getting from Snow now... Uh, it takes your, you know, 65 defense up to, like, 90? Not bad. Yeah, granted, rough numbers, but it is what it is. Uh, base 73 speed with Slush Rush means you can outpace Dragapult as well. So, like, again, one of the biggest threats right there, you're just able to outpace. Yeah. Um, so, like, then it's like, okay, we also have Trick Room. What can we do with that? And I think, like, the best Trick Room sweeper right now is Torkoal, which, like, Sure, you're taking away your, your snow, but, like, you also have the other half of your team here of doing sun things, which then sets you up to do protosynthesis things. So, like, there's there's a lot of really intricate pieces that all work really well together here. Mm -hmm. And my big concern is, is this is a, like, doubles OU team and not a VGC team. Because, like, all the pieces fit really well together... When you have access to six Pokemon. Yeah. So, like, it, it really just... It, I want this to be, like, the Sunroom teams that popped up in, like, Series 3. And I'm not sure if we're there. Because, like, we have a fast mode. But, like, we don't have a fast mode on our Sun, per se. Like, we have Roaring Moon, which you are able to get a, uh, a speed boost with. 
which then puts it up to, uh, let's see, if we're doing level 50, uh, 188 at plus one. That's not bad. <coughs> yeah, 282. So, like, that's pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you can slap on, like, Choice Band here so that, like, you're able to also get your attack boost, essentially. Uh, you also have just, like, really good moves. And, like, Crunch, you have access to, like, Dragon Claw if you want Dragon Coverage. Um, you can, you can Terra-type into Steel to resist Fairy Hit, uh, to be able to then Iron Head Fairies off of the face of the Earth. Um, I'm not sure if that's the way you want to go or if you want to be something that, like, resists Fairy. You can turn into, like, Fire, which then you can have, like, Terra Blast and like Terra Blast people in the sun thanks to Torkoal. Yeah. It's like that. that's not that's not terrible. Um you have obviously access to U-turn as well, so you're able to like pivot in and out. So like I think I think these four on paper look really good together. I think you could also slap on like Lilligant here, because like Lilligant Torkoal seems really powerful as well, especially with like um Terra type fire Torkoal just means, like, your eruptions are going to do a billion percent to everything, including resists. So, I don't know. There's there's a lot of really, really interesting things that work here. Mm-hmm. And with playing exactly zero games with this team, it seems really cool on paper. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things that you could be doing. Um, my thought process here is, is, like... If you find a way to do your set your trick room that isn't necessarily trying to do this slow kings of titan thing, you could slot Lilligant into this team. You could then slot your Dodonzo and your Tatsugiri into this team pretty easily. And you'll have like this really good slow mode with Torkoal and Trick Room. Or you could have multiple fast modes with Roaring Moon or Lilligant. And kind of play to that. I'm either like Roaring Moon's essentially your Charizard in this situation. You could either make it super fast and have Choice Band on it, or you could put Choice Scarf on it and have it get its attack stat, whichever one you want. The um, the other side of this is uh, you can also play um, Brute Bonnet, Brute which Bonnet, gets yeah. ac- you get access to Rage Powder, so then you're more easily able to get up your Trick Room with Slow King. Or, you know, chilly reception and, like, make sure that you live your hit. So then you can go into the Titan that way as well. Which, like, if you're doing that, you could potentially run Belly Drum on it. I don't love that, but you could. Yeah. There's um, a lot of really cool things about this. And I... This format I feel is like this so is... exciting. <sighs> like, there's so many unique things that this format gets to do. Um, and when we get the actual VGC rules, it'll determine like how we play because they may not let us have the Roaring Moon and the Iron Mons and things like that at the start, right? Yeah, who knows? We you may know? not get access to that stuff. We might. Who knows? Um, but for right now, just looking through it, like I think a lot of the Protosynthesis Mons are a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential there. Uh, mainly just due to the fact that Torkoal is a decent Pokemon in this game. Um, unfortunately, we don't have anything like Tapu Koko that actually is, like, a decent electric terrain setter right now. Uh, we have Muridon. Can't play with that one. <laughs> but, oh, no, what a shame. 
I don't have to play a restricted format. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you tell I'm upset? <laughs> and I think that's where a lot of the power is going to lie, is teams that are built around Torkoal using Protosynthesis, um, and then teams that are probably doing this Dondozo thing with Tatsugiri and are kind of playing to that combo, getting that set up to where it can win. And then there might be teams like using Slaking. I've seen people try and talk about that for a little bit. There's ways to get around that. Um, I think uh, because Grafii has Prankster, I think Grafii gets Gastro Acid. Um, it gets access to Doodle. Doodle. It has Doodle, that's right. Doodle overwrites the abilities of both, right? Correct. Which it is a status move, so that it gives access to that. So that's how it does that then. So yeah, you could do like Grafii Prankster with Doodle um and uh Slaking. Yeah. Make make your build your own Regigigas. Uh Grafai also gets access to Switcheroo, so you can still do your speed control things. As it long also as gets Prankster. I mean, it also gets a uh, parting shot. Maybe that's why they ended up giving it to Grimmsnarl. I actually don't know how Grimmsnarl gets access to it. That might be why they gave it to it. Because if this has a parting shot, then it's just like, why, why can't Grimmsnarl happen? See, Grafii gets it through uh, breeding with Smeargle. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. No, I lied. Uh, it gets it from breeding with uh, a lowland meowth or a lowland Persian, which I believe gets it through. Uh, they, they get it normally. No. Well, no, like they they get it normally. Like, like they're they're not a like a level up Pokemon, but they get it. They get access to it. Do they? A lowland meowth and Persian, yeah. Yeah, but they, they only get it through breeding in this game as well. Which they get it through sketch. I have one on Sword and Shield that has it. I'm, I'm just telling you what Cerebi says, man. Um, but, anywho. Uh, we don't currently have access to Aloma Meowth and Persian as I'm aware of yet. Um, those will come in the, uh, uh, home, I believe, because they are a transfer mon. I know you get access to the Galarian Meowth through the school, because I have one now. So, it says there is a level up learn set for Galarian, I mean, for, uh, Alolan. Yeah. Yeah, it, it only gets it through breeding in this game. It doesn't get it through uh, level up. Well, yeah, you, you're not going to get one in this game, period. Yeah, yeah I mean, as of now, so like... <laughs> you have as to transfer them in anyway. <laughs> so as a result, you can't get parting shot on Grafii? I would believe that's how that works. That's, yeah. that's how that works, right? Yep. So how does Grimmsnarl get it? I don't know. It also gets it through Egg Move. Fun fact, it's the only Egg Move it gets. 
That's weird. Which it doesn't have a parent that can give it to it. You have to give him time because part of it is that Cerebi's not fully up to date. There is so many things oh, okay, that he okay, has okay. to do because That's he, he's constantly updating that site. I don't think he's done yet. <laughs> it's no. only been out for a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Um but so he had a lot we, of, he had a lot of stuff on day one, I'll tell you that one for yeah, free. Because he got he had the games early. So True. He was able oh, to man. kind of cut, stockpile some of this stuff early, but now he's going through. It just takes some time to update the games, put everything in, and do all that stuff. So let's see. If we go here. If we go to Gen 9 and look at Parting Shot, Pokemon that get access to it. Uh, we have Obstagoon Line. In Gen 9? I'm in Gen 9, yeah. That's... So there's... The only Pokemon that learns it naturally in this game is Bombardier. Bombardier. That is a dark flying bird. Um... With Rocky Payload. Yeah. It's an interesting t- It's an interesting Pokemon. It is a Pokemon that exists, yes. Um... It's essentially a uh, steel worker. Yes, but for rock type. But for rock. So you're, you're essentially triple type. Yes. Which, I mean, it has access to rock slide. Um, it also has a base speed of 82, so, like, not terrible. Yeah. Um, you get access to Sucker Punch and Roost as Stone well. Stone Edge, Rock Slide, um, Tailwind. Oh, are we are we a tailwind bond? It says it on here. So Did I just say that? I don't know. No, that's through that's through TM. I was looking at Yeah, uh, Tailwind moves. Tailwind's TM. I was looking at egg moves. And it's again a Pokemon that gets access to knockoff. So like I feel like they brought a lot of that back. Um, so a big part of it is like it's no longer a TM. Um, so a lot of Pokemon lose access to it, mm-hmm. and because the way that this works for like transferring Pokemon in, which obviously we don't know exactly yet, um, but I believe like data miners have determined that like when Pokemon are transferred in from home, they lose moves that they no longer get access to. Like immediately, it just deletes them. Well, that'll be so. That'll be easier to uh, manage then. Correct. So, for, for Pokemon that, uh, like, you know, had access to knockoff of previous generations, it meant that, like, if you are able to transfer them in with said move, it was still a viable move for singles. Yeah. Uh, so, it still had it in its learn set for singles. But that is no longer going to be true, so... I don't know. It doesn't really affect me. Um, I like watching singles content, but, you know, I have a new format to go play, so... Yeah, we got VGC to go play. Speaking of, it's about time to get out of here, bub. I agree. I have dinner waiting on me, so... Yes, you do. I have dinner and bed, so... Um, I'm excited. Yeah. This is like a whole new... Like, it's a whole new frontier for Pokemon. We get to explore it's, so much new stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So, 
that is going to be it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening over on YouTube. Uh, otherwise, go ahead and, you know, leave us a, a five-star review. Hit the subscribe button on all the audio platforms, all that good stuff. It really does help us push us against the, the algorithm. Uh, past that, you can always go follow us on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri 25 Carl is at MusicalVGC. You can find Carl and I both on Twitch. Um, Carl's been streaming more on YouTube anyway, but, you know, he's still over there uh, at Musical, myself at Mr. Missouri 25 And let's see, you can come and join the community Discord where you get to hang out with us, talk about the games, and, you know, get start start your team building process if you're that yeah. far in, into it already. Yeah. Um, There's people itching to start that that process. Correct. And, you know, I've, I've been talking to a few. I've, I've been working on it. It's been, it's been fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Now that I beat to, the uh, game, I can, I can participate. Correct. So get to it. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you can go ahead and check out the website. Uh, check out all the stuff we have up on there. Go ahead and check out the merch page while you're there. Pick up a sweet, sweet, you know, t-shirt or, cups or hat or whatever else tickles your fancy and you know if you don't want to support us through content if you don't want to support us through merch but still want to be able to support us financially you can always do that over on anchor for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode it really does help us out a ton yep i think that's it that's it a wrap on our first official official scarlet and violet episode of course and that is going to be it for today everyone thank you so much as always And until next week, have a good one. Peace.